0: Welcome to Mind Faction. This podcast was designed to make you think outside the box and to get your mind going. Join us as we dive into the realms of the unknown and question what's real and what's not. From ancient knowledge to modern day mysteries, join host Garrett and Corey, along with guests. Once again, this is Mind Faction. This is Mind Faction. This is Mind Faction. Ladies and gentlemen.
1: What you're going to hear about today is nothing short of a been Given the scientific knowledge, the technical ability, and the materials,
0: Pursue the exploration of the universe. This is the test. Broadcasting around the world. Three, two, one. This is a Mind Faction Podcast. What up? Episode number 30 has bestowed us. What's up? We are here. On we got a... All four mics loaded up on the Rodecaster Pro The tonight. first time ever. Loaded. Loaded up. We got LoS in here. He's tired as hell because I tattooed a lot later than I said I was going to,
2: of course. <laughs> on the main mic, across the table, is myself, himself, Garrett Vanderpool. Vanderpool. And, and introducing me is Corey Kilby. Mm-hmm. To my right is Mr. Ryan Patrick.
1: Hello, how you doing?
2: And immediately across the table from me, Mr. Dustin Losi, hey, so yeah, for anybody
0: thinking of, like, "Losi just said fuck my infection,' didn't roll back in. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't nothing like that. He's been really busy with life. Doing a lot of coaching.
2: But life yeah. happens, man. Work, Coach, work, and coaching. Baseball, kids. He's up. He stays yeah. motivated, driven. I mean, it's late as hell. It's eleven in fourteen. Individual.
0: And Losi might have to dip out in a little while, but I still wanted to give him on the mic for a minute or two. Yeah, for sure. just let him know. You know, everybody know, Losi's still part of the game.
1: I miss this shit, dude. I know, bro.
0: <laughs> I felt bad because I was like, man, I, I hope Losey don't think we're, like, trying to replace him. Mm-hmm. Ryan was like, I don't want that either, man. I'm just nah. chilling, you know. I'm like, yeah, he won't – Losi would know better than that. He does well, man.
1: He That's
2: why we have four mics.
1: Just like me, dude. Like, I just sit here and chill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you guys
2: pop in with some super insightful yeah, things. that You really do. Add to the dynamic. so.
1: And that helps
0: me and Corey, too, a lot. Like, we all Absolutely. feed off each other's minds so well. We do. Um, Just like the motivational stuff we've been kicking to you guys the last several episodes with the affirmations and the uh, motivational quotes and – you know, uh, speaking of that, I bought a pretty cool book Sunday. Um, it's called The Magic, and it's from um, the lady that had a big hand in writing the book called The Secret. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you would pronounce her name, what, Rhonda Byrne? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm only on day two, so this book's a 28-day, kind of like a course to change your mindset, to rewire your brain. And it
2: speaks a lot about gratitude. So you know? basically... Each day is its own chapter, right? Yeah. And it's
0: pretty cool because, you know, like all of us here, man, we're so busy and life gets so busy. We don't have a lot of time to sit down and read like we like because we love reading. We like studying up on things and, and some of the stuff we're going to bring you tonight is very interesting to us. But this book's cool because most of the days you might read two to three pages tops.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, I, you know, I think that's going to be real cool. Like I said, I'm only on the second page. I read it this morning. I'm going to read again when I get home tonight just to re you know, reevaluate it in my mind. Yeah um since it's been a long day and i read it early this morning took my chain here it's
1: a little noisy on the mic tonight but it's so kind of like it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a de- devotional and affirmation yeah man
0: thing. um it's a really cool book so far and i'm gonna keep y'all updated as i read along with it i probably won't drop on every episode maybe i'll speak a little bit about it just where i'm at in it mm-hmm. um but yeah so far man on day one and two day one is a uh, counter blessings day two is the magic rock and a lot of people's like what we ain't talking crack, Crock. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, I we're gonna, not going to go there. Uh, okay. But anyways, so, man, look, you got most motivation quotes? Did you find something you like?
2: Yeah, and, you know, I mean, this kind of goes along with what we like to talk about, with, like, you know, staying motivated and trying to reach all your goals and attain all the things that you want to have in life. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, we also need to keep in mind that, well, I'll just read the quote because there's no better way to say it than what this, how this quote says, uh, gotcha. this, and this is from, uh, Seneca, Seneca, the younger, which was a Stoic philosopher, uh, philosopher, sorry. Uh, the greatest blessings of mankind are within us and within our reach. A wise man is content with his lot, whatever it may be without wishing for what he has not. So basically what that's trying to say there Steve. is like, no matter where you are in life, you can be content with what you have in this moment, with what you what you do have. Yeah. And that's kind of like the, you said the, the first day of this book said count your blessings. Oh, yeah. So essentially when you look at what you do have as opposed to what you don't yet, we can be content with where we are as we aspire to attain and be with where we want to be. Exactly. You have to be at peace with yourself at you all times no matter what part of the journey you, or what chapter of your journey you are in life. Yeah. You need to be content with where you are. Another really cool thing about
0: this book um, just like I said, I'm on day two, so it's just been a few pages. The first day, you read several pages. I'm going to say like 15 pages, just to get your mind ready for the book. Mm-hmm. Um, it speaks of gratitude a lot. You know, me and Corey and Losey, before Ryan joined us in the podcast, we would speak a lot about what's the secret of life, mm-hmm. what's the cheat code to life. And I feel like some of this book on this, I, I think there's different levels to those cheat codes. You know what I mean? Yeah, different levels sure. to the game of life, period. And I think this may be one of them level upwards. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah.
2: The thing that just help you reach that next level. Well, it's it's kind of like what we spoke about when we were like, you know, it would be nice to be able to – because trying to find the – what we said, like the code to life, is such a broad question. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like it's, it's such a complex thing. You, it's, it's like almost impossible to narrow it down to just like, here's the code. And it'd yeah. be like a one-sentence yeah. thing. But this book gives you a blueprint and kind of yeah, covers exactly. a plethora of things, the main basic principles. It's the recipe for The it. recipe, yeah. And that's what we were talking about, like trying to devise something. Now, I don't necessarily, not to down it, I think this right, book is right. great. I don't think that it is the ultimate code. Yeah, that's code, me. But the game I think that this life. book here could go along with the series of books that I think me and Gary yeah. kind of spoke on this. And uh, we've not really spoke like about this specifically, actually, what I'm about to say. But I think he and I will eventually try to put together a series of books and maybe have read. A, maybe have a podcast where we'll cover these series of books and say, if you read these books, they will change your life. Yeah. 100%. And that's
0: what this book says. In 28 days, it will make an impact and a great difference in your life. And you know me, I, I'm one of those guys that like to really research some of the stuff I'm into, I'll heavily mm-hmm. researching it, like get kind of yeah over the top of researching it, really. Yeah. Um, And you can, I think you need to. I think so also. That's just me. And, uh, well, all of us here, I think are the same way. That's why we work so well together. It's just knowing
1: where your knowledge is coming from.
0: Exactly. And, uh, Losey, you know, like he would listen to motivational quotes, man, or like the, the guys that tell like who who, Eric Thomas, Eric Thomas, the big one. Yeah, I
2: love all that stuff. Motivational speeches and speeches and stuff. Yeah. But, uh,
0: I just, I think that books I mean I think this books I'm really big
2: on like learning the the science behind things. Yeah, me too. Uh, and not to say that I don't believe in like a spiritual side, you know, I'm because I obviously absolutely do. But like I said I'm big on like seeing what the facts are as we know them from like a scientific or like a medical depending on what we're talking about standpoint. Yeah. Like factual things that we, that we know of that make connections to like you know like the affirmations how it works with the subconscious and you know i like i like learning that because for some reason it if i can see where that lines up factually it almost makes me think like subconsciously that it does work better for me it, yeah, but oh, I yeah exactly to me. Well,
1: it's, it's finding the connection between the physical and the spiritual yeah. Yeah. it's like bridging it yeah, yeah you're just yeah. learning what you know what connects what what pushes you right. in into thinking yeah. certain things.
2: Because even if there isn't a link, like there's not a bridge there, I would still read that book knowing in my heart that, okay, this is going to work for me because I know that it's going to change my perception on things. It's going to teach me things that I didn't know. And, and ultimately it's going to change my reality. Like we've talked about in past podcasts, like when you read a book or like when Garrett and I, we've talked about this, when we have read a book in the past, we become so engulfed in that oh, book death. that we start to look at the world through the eyes of Yes. what we're reading at that time oh yeah the man, material you get them, so immersed yes and so like whether or not i had anything medically or scientifically to back up what i'm reading i will feel in myself you know kind of like the placebo i guess that it's working yeah but if i also had that other factual evidence to back that up that it does work <clears throat> then like definitely. then it's almost like it's a done deal like that's going to yeah. change that's oh, definitely yeah. going to change me you know you know,
1: but and that's it, anybody, you know, yeah.
2: I mean, I'm not saying anything. No one doesn't already know, but
0: yeah, definitely. Well, yeah definitely in th- this little quote here. I'm about to say, I think it speaks a lot along with the book of, uh, cause this, this book really focuses on so far on gratitude. Mm-hmm. So this quote says out of the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if you can really get that in your heart, man, and really believe in what you're researching and what you're really doing. You're gonna you're gonna rejoice it to everybody. We're gonna pass it on to each other, right? You know or just saying? anything
2: that you believe. Yeah,
0: I mean that's just me though. But anyways, I want to touch on that book. But I think we're gonna get into some really cool stuff for you guys. Oh, for some, sure. You know, I've talked to several people who don't know about this very you know influence influential person. I think as far as prophecy goes, uh, and that's Nostradamus. Yeah, we spoke about him on episode twenty two, and. Uh, just briefly touched really on what he had had really predicted for yeah, 2022 he had prophesied for yeah 22 and i'm telling you you know uh for you guys don't know who nostradamus is and he was what, was 1555 is when he published his book his first book i guess a bunch of uh quatrains mm-hmm. in the way nostradamus did his um i guess you would call it prophets or predictions what you really say i guess predictions i guess would be yeah how do you feel the, about what that? the prophecies prophecies I mean, that's yeah what they are yeah um he would kind of write those in more of like a a poetic a poetic type style, mm-hmm. almost like a riddle. Almost if you yeah, notice, yeah, because it's,
2: the way he worded things, and and I mean, everyone already knows like the verbiage, if you want to use that word, you know, the terminology at that time was obviously way different than the way yeah. we speak now. But even for his time, he was speaking in riddles, yeah, in um. You know, Ryan. Kind of, he actually. You said something earlier about the way he worded things was very almost like vague, or um. yeah, it's
1: a very vague statement, and it's it's more designed to create thought. Yeah, I yes. believe. Yeah, like, um, like faction
2: Yeah, Yeah, it's hard to know what he. <laughs> it invokes you know, your what mind he was so thinking like. when he wrote it, but right.
1: it, it does invoke thought because some, like if you just read it, you're just gonna. It's gonna go over your head. Yeah, you're you're not gonna <clears throat> understand a thing because it's it's just so it's oddly written. Yeah. Because we don't speak the way he did.
2: Yeah. And then even for his and, time period, it was very like peculiar. Right. Yeah, we, right. It was the a lot of, lot of the clues wasn't very descriptive. Yes. You know what I'm saying. Yes. It was very foggy. And foggy. Written, like
1: you said, and, uh, very poetically. Yeah.
0: Yes. Just like this one here. Um. You know, we're on the History Channel's page here, speaking about. Nostradamus, and uh says war slash invasion of France. Um, and what his quatrain stated was, now check this out, guys, because Ryan ran this one by me. I didn't even know this one was 420 around the time frame of 2022 because a lot of times with Nostradamus, it's hard to pin down an actual exact time frame. Right. That these you know prophecies were supposed to unfold, I guess you would say.
1: Yeah, it's not like he wrote it down with bullet points. Like, Yeah. It was written in book form, and you just had to kind of— well, he, he invoked thought like, exactly to put yeah. it where it fits. To, yeah. So check this out, and this is uh, from the
0: quatrains of Nostradamus. Nostradamus, sorry. Um, Blue head shall white head harm in such degree as France good to both shall. I don't know what you would say. How would error. You, error, error, mount. error amount, error amounts. What you'd say?
2: So that was kind of like an old English way of saying ever. Yeah. It's E apostrophe ER, so error. Yeah.
0: So blue head shall white head. So I wonder where people were really taking. Are they speaking of like the flag of France?
2: The I colors? really. Would, uh, you know. I think when they said white head, I think people took that as the um, where they surrendered, throwing the okay. white flag. Okay. And the blue head maybe would have been like the good guys, like the state of France. Maybe they were that where they were allies. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they saw red. As uh, yeah. the axis powers and blue being the ally powers and blue head shell whitehead meaning they will surrender yeah the white flag yeah that makes sense yeah yeah i could see that in a way um it's so wild is how he really stated
0: a lot of these predictions you know what i mean um so if you guys will know much about nostradamus never heard of him you need to really look him up and really study some of his work because a lot of the prophecies that he predicted has really unfolded very closely to what he spoke of, you know, in a yep. lot of the more descriptive predictions, I guess you'll say. So like on this one, and, and you know, these are for like 2022 guys. It's some of the predictions is supposed to be based around this time frame, And the way he did this was through astrology and the way the planets
2: lined up in the star patterns and stuff. That's wild to me. And we talked about that too. For those of you that might've missed that, um, that episode, um, you know, the way we kind of perceive the way he might have done this was to look at current world events or historical events from his time period. Yeah. You know, his being 1555 when he wrote these quatrains or yeah, at least produced yeah. his work. He could have written them years prior before he, you know, produced his book. And um, he took note of what was going on around yes, his area He in the looked. world. At, he looked at the alignment of the solar system during the particular historical events of what was happening and sort of looked into the future on like a from like a cyclical right, standpoint, right. Like the, the solar system was going to cycle like a clock does. Yes, and so like he's like, okay, you know, five hundred some odd years in from the future now, yeah. from now, this same event will most likely take place once again under the this same alignment.
0: And what this all ties into is, and we spoke about before, is is the whole universe being written in binary code and mathematical equations. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's all in numbers, is what they say. Because, you know, we had done a little bit of research in, in the prior episodes about how scientists said that just they discovered somehow, I don't know how,
2: did you remember how, about the universe being written in binary code. You know, that's a good question. I need to look that back up. Never I really did, I did the research that. on that, but I can't exactly remember, you know, how they came about finding that. But but it's wild to me they come to that kind of
0: conclusion
2: right. and put that out. And there it's funny that we have like a a running joke around here now where when something odd kind of happens, especially like coincidental stuff, we'll be like, it's a simulation. That's it. It's a simulation, bro. I said that earlier to you know, Losey. We was watching yeah. while I was tattooing
0: um, Elon Musk and Joe Rogan's podcast was on. And and I what did I say? I said something. I, the word I said, and Elon said it right after. What, that um
2: overtime? the Oh, the, yeah, I said overtime. Stuff, yeah. Some of the pre-workout. Yeah, yeah, there's a supplement here called overtime. And as soon yeah. as he said the word, Elon. One of the two, Elon, I think, said overtime in the background. And then Losey pointed to that. And then Garrett's I, like, it's a simulation, bro. That's it. That's but it. It's, it's a simulation. Just, you know, it's funny because, I mean, if you ever, if any of you all have ever watched like The Matrix, they knew that there was something going on within The Matrix yeah. when they seen a repetitive – like there was one scene. I remember in one of the movies where a black cat walked past a doorway and then it immediately did it again. And they were like – they looked at each other like they knew something. They knew yeah. that when that glitch happened and there was that repetitiveness or something, that that was like the signal for there was an an inception of some kind. Yeah, like a time lapse of some yeah. sort. And that was when bad stuff was about to happen, like the bad guys were coming in and going to, you know, that was when Which they Which we could correlate maybe to deja vu today. Right.
0: Like as a yeah. precursor to something.
2: You know, I just watched a video the other day, and I don't know how legitimate this was, but they compiled, it was like five videos of just weird, you just like really strange occurrences. And one was this biplane, like one that you would be like trained to fly, you know, like they would first teach you how to fly. Yeah. Um, and they were, they weren't very high off the ground. I would say probably 200 yards up, however many feet that is. My head was like yeah. 600, 600 feet. feet. Yeah. Probably 600 feet up. And um, they're looking down over like these cornfields and they're seemingly now nah, i'm just saying seemingly cuz i mean but it didn't look like they were moving and the person that was recording it from their phone was like look we're like stuck and they weren't going anywhere and then they turned and they looked at the dials on the plane and they they weren't moving wow and this is all in real time and it didn't i mean look it, this could be totally faked or whatever but it yeah. looked legit and then there was another one where there was, like, it looked – don't so It's kind of like glitches in our space and time now. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, really weird stuff. Like, there was a random leaf out on this trail. These people were just, like, hiking, and it was just floating in midair, and they're running their hands all around it. It's just floating. It's just, like, in place. That's crazy. No spider web. Because that's what I mainly thought. Maybe a spider web that you can't see or something holding it. Right. Oh, they yeah. They were running their hands all around it, completely all the way Man, around this that's thing. That's nuts. And it was – I'm like – you know, how do you explain some of these occurrences? <sighs> then have you seen the one that, uh, there's one that's really popular right now that I've come across several times lately, but it's an occurrence where there's like, it has, the, the conditions have to be perfect, but running water will look like it's frozen in that. time, but until you run your hand through it or something. Yes. And then you can see it, but it looks like it's, like, frozen. What do they call that? They call it something. Yeah, there's an actual
0: uh, terminology for that. Um, I've seen those videos, and I yeah. thought about trying to recreate one to
2: see how it would work. Yeah, I don't know how that would actually, like, what the actual conditions would have to be, but, I mean, it's it's mind-blowing. It's like your
0: eyes can't keep up with the frame rate that the water's moving and it looks, you know what I mean, like it's, right. like one, it's frozen time. Right. You know, and it blows my mind to think how, what, what got Nostradamus to this? Hypnotic state or whatever trance he was in to be able to, if he didn't just correlate those with the, it's
2: actually called the laminar flow, is what that's called. Laminar flow. I'm sorry, the it's you cool. that, but sorry. when water flows smoothly, so smoothly that it looks solid, the laminar pretty flow. Pretty crazy. crazy, but anyway, I didn't mean go to go check
0: some. Oh, it's good. Go check some of them videos out, guys. But you know, like I was saying, what gets him? In, what, how did he get in these trances? You know, it just blows my mind to where if it wasn't something, to, you know. Astrological, where he was just kind of like guessing, but you know, how many times can you be correct just guessing?
1: But I mean, it it depends on whether it was um, a more of an intellectual thing, or if it was more spiritual based, which is more prophetic, right? And and you know, you're getting uh, prophecy visions and stuff like that. Because we know that's happened throughout history,
0: through biblical terminology and stuff, and and some of the things in the Bible and ancient text.
1: Yeah, some people have have gotten like prophetic visions. So it depends on whether all of his information was coming from like intellectual numbers, you know, staring at the stars and all that, or if it was more prophetic and he's just pulling it essentially out of the ether from from like a um,
2: – Yeah, it blows my mind. Well, you know, it also – higher power of some to, kind. To, to right. say that, though – Connecting with him. Right. What is also alluding to saying that he's been right at all. What do you mean? Because that's all subjective to the person.
0: True. I like mean, how you, they take
2: it. Yeah, you could sit there and say, well, obviously, look, man, he's been right this many times, and I could say, yeah, but, I mean, that could mean anything. That's true, too. So I It's mean, all like, about how you correlate it with what you're, you're – Thoughts are on the yes. situation, right? Because I mean there's, interpretations, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of people. And I'm not totally swayed one way or the other, but I'm a lot less likely to believe Nostradamus because apparently he wrote a lot of these quatrains. Yeah. And it's kind of like if you throw something at the wall a certain so amount much. of times, eventually, eventually something's yeah. gonna stick and make sense. I mean, we're talking like five hundred years. Makes sense, makes sense. And every time something happens. People will go back, immediately start digging through these quatrains, and they go, Oh wow, that that's definitely it. Yeah, he yeah, he predicted that. It's like it's I got what you're saying. it's a reactive response. Now, I would be more prone to, to be a believer if we were proactively, you know, and and one thing is though, is like I do feel like people try to I think I do remember them talking about Nostradamus's claim about this happening in 2022, which I think was pretty incredible. Yeah, that's why I'm not swayed one way or the other. I mean, this is one of those instances where it's kind of like, well, yeah. I mean, that's pretty inter- yeah, it's you know, interesting. It's correlating
0: pretty well with it.
2: But some of the other stuff from the past, when you read those, and and I keep bringing that up, but they're so vague. And I mean, they could they could actually pertain yeah. to so many things. They're here, miss with over really- many years. Now, if if his you know, prophecies went in line with each other like a year for year. That's something, yeah. you know, that's, that's like, okay. I can actually see how yeah, this is
1: they it down to like bullet yeah. point, but yeah. the
0: accuracy and okay. Saying that he, he was being reached, you know, reached out to by a higher power. I wonder if he didn't understand how to categorize these, the way they was coming to him or, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the, the messages that he was receiving if it was from a different, say, dimension.
2: And I've watched videos where people were trying to, like, support him, like, wholeheartedly. Like, full. Just full on. Like, you couldn't make them think otherwise that, like, he was not the truth. And they were like, well, of course he can't just give you exact dates. And I'm like, okay, where do you draw the line on prophecy? Because, like, if he can give me exact events, then why can't he give me an exact date? Right. Why can't he just say, uh, you know, in February of 2022 – Russia, you know, I mean, he could, he didn't even have to say Russia, but he could have just said, you know, a country in the East will invade
1: Yeah, because at those times, country. I mean...
2: A so, yeah, a sovereign country. A sovereign country, yeah, he could that have been... Was
1: just known as Europe.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. he was just so... And I get that, you know, the reason why he probably wasn't very specific was because of these things. You know, it's kind of hard to put your mind in a place 500 years from now.
0: Yeah.
2: And, oh, I can't even imagine what 500 years would be right. like. But he didn't even know if these prophecies... We're going to take place 500 years from now, five minutes from now, yeah, five seconds from now. You know, there was a lot no, going
0: on back in these times, too. You know, we had, we had to, what, the bubonic plague was mm-hmm. wreaking havoc, which took basically all of his family,
2: yeah. correct? Yes.
0: Um, I don't know if we have a date on that. But, but he,
2: he talked about, you know, um, about the end times coming when there was a lot of famine. Yeah. When there was a lot of, you know, war, um, epidemics. And everyone is like like chaos. Yeah, exactly. And they're like earthquakes, volcanoes, and everyone nowadays is like, well, yeah. I mean, that's we have a lot of that going on now. We've had a lot of that going on throughout Throughout all of human history. Oh yeah. Yeah, I
1: don't. I don't truly think that we've seen what what can come. mm -hmm. Like, if we were truly in times. Yeah. Like, I don't think. What we've seen so far is anything compared to what the end time hey, yeah, exactly. event or events.
2: I think if will you want to if you want to go like statistically, I think we are the closest to end times that we've ever been. Just simply from the fact of like what we have in possession now, oh, yeah, which is nuclear sure. weapons, and you look at the sheer amount of the world population. There's more people on the planet right now than ever before. That's more people that's that can have the potential to make really bad decisions. Oh yeah, people that can put. Uh, political leaders in power that have no, you know, sense in being placed in that level of that position that is going to make bad decisions. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, on that level, I don't think that's far fetched to say we are the closest ever. I mean, you don't have to have ongoing war and everything to at any second. I get get what you're saying there too. The world be over, you know, I mean,
1: well, that's the reason we were never given an exact date when the end times would be because we, we have free will
0: that's what it's yeah
1: we've always been given free will
0: definitely free will
1: is a big you know according big thing according world. to all that we have free will but he knows what's going to happen he didn't know so yeah he, he he knows what how it ends but we have free will to change ourselves
2: but you know that but yeah, that doesn't oh yeah. make you are you nostradamus no i mean that's what i'm saying but I'm, what i mean is like 500 years from now you could write a book and put it out in quatrains and somebody could be like ryan patrick said this and yeah. this is why we think that he was the true
1: Right. So you're saying you that know, just because I said something here doesn't mean that you can attribute it to what to happened it, but
2: because you're knowledgeable. Years from now. You're you're very like knowledgeable in like current. The 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 facts, like I just said, and you know that as well, about like the state of the world and and everything. I yeah. can tell you what climate. I think would happen. Exactly. Right, and that's right. what he did.
1: But that's that doesn't what he mean, did. And it it very far, near, that's very near as possible. Mark. That's possible. You know, he's
2: like, look, based on events and, you know, even if he said the alignment of the solar system, this is what I think is going to happen. And if you do that, that's kind of an educated guess. What you say? Yeah, it can be. So, I mean, it's like you're going to be right every now and then.
0: Yeah, I could see that for just guessing. And I can also see the other people's points to where it's like that really – yeah, he hits a lot hand of like hand.
1: nail on the head. I mean, you and could. Yeah,
0: that's what gets and me. And it's
1: easier to understand than some of them. Yeah, like that first one to me makes zero sense. And
0: maybe it didn't make no sense to him at all either. He was right. like, "I'm
2: just getting this kind." It's of
1: just something he heard in my now.
2: head. And you, you kind of, you actually said something earlier about wasn't there something that's like the new city will fall? Yeah, and people think that is like talking could about be, the United States. United States. Like a, we're still we're a new country, new country. in comparison to. Other yeah. countries in the world I, It probably says it down through. But I mean, look, Roma. Rome fell. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. You know, Egypt fell. This like could have these, already these, happened. Gr- yeah. yeah, these great countries have risen and fallen yep. all throughout human history. So it's not like a reach to say there was going to be a great new city that would arise at some point and then fall. fall.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of them that were in their youth when yeah. they fell. So yeah,
2: statistically. So, yeah, on yeah the like average, I they eventually fall. Right. People you can know. reach
0: a lot. Yes, and bend more than these kind of.
1: Yeah, especially when they're so vague. Yeah,
2: the, the, yeah, the predictions. An educated based on what they believe will happen, and I mean, right. eventually you're going to be spot on. You're going to hit one on the head so so well that people are going to go, "Oh my god, I can not yeah. know that." And, uh,
1: and like you, like you know, we were talking about before before we started, there's only so many things he he knew how to understand or understood to the point where he could explain it. Yeah, yeah. Put that into text. Because a lot of the things that he's talking about haven't been invented yet,
0: he didn't know how to really. What was, he was, the, know, if it was visions he was given, he didn't know how to really. He didn't know
1: names for them. What, yeah. what were
2: some? Yeah. Of, what were some of those? Well, you we're have gonna get on the, through here. Let's you go. Have any of those instances where like he mentioned, and I'm not saying you guys are like lying. I mean, oh yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. You. No, no, not, no, like, no, no like, like, what were the instances where he mentioned something that he couldn't quite explain?
0: Well, it's kind of, like I said, it's kind of vague on this too. Now, here's, yeah, like here's something I mean, about
2: like. the inflation situation people's trying to
0: correlate right now. It said, Another stark possibility that Nostradamus warns against is the rising prices in a failing economy. Nostradamus stated, No abbots, monks, no novice to learn. Honey shall cost far more than candle wax. So high the price of wheat that man has stirred his fellow man to eat in his despair.
2: Hmm. But, I mean, like I said, once again, there's been famine, before, famine that yeah. has happened. I mean, look at, like, in Ireland, you the potato yeah. famine. What I would like to do, really, I mean, came is, is, is
0: read his actual quatrains mm-hmm. and see from, like, year or, like, you know, I don't know, 10 to years. see if they align and go year see year. See, like,
2: what's going on every 10 years. Well, someone's say. done that research. I'm sure you can oh, yeah. do that yourself or you could, you know. Maybe we should do up. that in a, in a, in exactly. a future like, episode. Yeah, that's and- –
1: for me, I would like to read more of his actual text.
0: The real deal like book. The,
1: give me yes. the book. I you want the one he written. I don't know what oh, language it's written in. I want it autographed. But maybe, you know, the best English version. Yeah. It's it like French, like, French, wasn't it? Was he read, French? Um, I believe so, yeah. Read his actual text. And, boy. No, and see you know, known, known more of strangers. the alignment of how it was written. Because if... It seems weird that if he got all of these prophetic visions, that they were so out of order.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like they're jumbled up a and then lot. And that, that makes it seem even more like proving my point about what I'm saying about kind of like saying... Yeah, shooting till you hit. Just yeah. general things like, I know there'll be a famine. That'll yeah, happen. But I know, that and happens. I know what I'm about to say is way out I there, know but, there'll be wars because there will never be right. an ending to wars. Yeah, like, there's what? always conflict. Yeah.
0: like um, But... This is kind of way out there. I'm just, you know, like I said, getting the gears going, just trying to think outside the box. What are some of these visions that he could dip into? And when he pulled them out, he didn't know exactly where they correlated, you know, exactly. So what, what
2: was the process by which? I don't he,
0: know. He, they said he was in some type of trance, and he also taught other students at one time.
2: Did he not do anything with, and maybe I'm pulling this up, like a like a kid's movie or book or something, but like, didn't he have a thing with, like, water, and he would, like, look into the yeah, water or something like that? Yeah, I think he did. Like that?
0: Some kind of dark water or something.
2: Yeah. and we we'll see visions. I saw, like, a vision. That's it. Yeah, uh, and I think yep. I actually watched it on the History Channel now that I keep I
0: think I watched it. the show on Ostronomicist.
2: Yeah, and it was like, he, like he looked in, and he would see the visions in the water, and he was explaining things that are trying to explain things that he, he couldn't explain
0: and maybe he could just basically like
2: reactors and things yes. that he didn't know what they rockets. were rockets rockets. he would,
0: he would correlate those as maybe an asteroid cuz it looked like an asteroid if you look at a rocket coming through the sky at night it looks like a damn asteroid yeah he
2: was explaining it in ter- in the best terms he could for 15:55 like yeah you know, which would be very difficult to try to explain modern day because oh man you know things are absolutely insane now they're like us trying to you know yeah
1: that's that's one of his quotes that um that kind of points more toward that for me. Like, my interpretation of it would be um, the one where he says, Like the sun, the head shall sear the, shi- the shining sea. The black sea's living fish shall all but boil. When Rhodes and Genoa have starved shall be, the local folk cut them up shall toil.
2: So basically, so, it, and, and for those that don't know, the Black Sea is around Ukraine. That is. Is it, is it pretty close? The and, water port that actually borders Ukraine. Yeah, y'all. And, and south, Russia. Right? It's like called yes. the
1: Sea of Azov,
2: correct? I believe so. Yeah. And and, and Russia wanted direct uh, access to the Black Sea for yeah. trade reasons. So, And how is would
0: it be a good way to
2: ruin Ukraine, but to nuke their if, coast? If you hit them with a nuclear, right. nuclear All bomb. All of their port cities. Yes. You know ultimately the You're Black Sea is a world. lot of their yeah. economic growth. But you, but see that's another thing that's another reason why I don't think that Russia will go that route because they need the Black Sea port for trade. Well, but so they're here, just hurting themselves well, at that
0: point. This is my outlook on that too. If if Russia can't have it, nobody can have it.
2: I think Putin feels that way. I do. Yeah. I don't feel that his cabinet feel like feels would, that. No, way. I don't. As I mean, far as it's, Russia, and that's Russia what's Putin. crazy. So if they're not a dictatorship, which, mind you, Joe Biden actually just said that recently that Putin was like a crazed dictator, and he didn't like that at all, and he was saying that you know if you know if uh, the United States continues to say these slanderous things towards Russia and our president, that we will there will be repercussions. And I'm like okay, it's not cool for our president maybe to, like, call you a dictator, which I don't care if you do or you don't. But I'm saying politically correct-wise. Right. uh, It's probably not the best thing to do that because people are very babied and get ass-hurt over everything nowadays, seemingly, apparently even Putin. Uh, But, you know, like, I don't even know where I was going with that. I I just had a brain fart on that one. What was that? that oh, one? like how
0: he can just do what he wants to do is what you're basically yeah.
2: Saying. So like, yeah, like where he's like a crazed dictator or whatever. So like you know, it doesn't seem like his cabinet backs him on that. Oh yeah, yeah. They're, they don't view his.
1: It's his a very dictator democracy. Yeah. Like it, it feels like they're calling it a democracy with a dictator type rule. Mm-hmm. Because I don't. I mean, I don't see. And I'm not in Russian government, obviously. uh, But I don't see very much decision other than what Putin makes.
2: Yeah. I don't see how they could like.
1: Like when you have a meeting and you sit at a table that's 90 foot long and you put all the rest of the people at the other end of the table and you sit at the head.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so so far away
1: that you can't even pass a paper to them.
0: You don't trust nobody. So
1: we we be weird. Yeah. Yeah, I want one of them long tables.
2: <laughs> that would be awesome. It I mean, they me look me cool, like, but. Reminds me of like Dr. Evil's Lair. It really does.
0: Super long table. So I ran across this. Nostradamus' visions had become an integral part of his works in the Almanacs. And he decided to channel all his energies into a massive opus he entitled Centuries. He had planned to write 10 volumes, which would contain 100 predictions forecasting in the next 2,000 years. In 1555, he published Less Prophecies, a collection of his major long-term pr- predictions. Possibly feeling vulnerable to his religious uh, persecution, he devised a message of obscuring the prophecy's meanings by using quatrains, rhymed four-line verses in a mixture of other languages such as Greek, Italian, Latin, and uh, provocal, and dialect from the southern uh, area of France. Oddly enough, Nostradamus enjoyed a good relationship with the Roman Catholic Church. It is believed that he never faced prosecution for hearsay by the inquisition because he did not extend his writings to the practice of magic. So, like, they didn't really look at Nostradamus as like a a dark magic type person, right? Which a lot of people was back then looked upon like that. Um,
1: I mean, yeah, I'm was trying back, to find that was how back he, in the day where if you looked the wrong way, you were considered a witch. And
2: so, this is pretty interesting <laughs> right here. Um, yeah, this is a quote stuff. from Nostradamus himself. He said, nothing in the world can one imagine beforehand. Not the least thing. Everything is made up of so many unique particulars that cannot be foreseen. Wow. He actually said that himself.
0: That's pretty wild, ain't
2: it? Yeah. So he's basically saying that there are no prophecies. That nothing can be seen beforehand. That's so, so basically, weird. It's he's, almost like
0: history repeats.
2: Yeah. he's just saying like there's so many, he actually says so many unique particulars that cannot be foreseen, which is what we're talking about here. Past events. Unique particulars, yeah. Solar system alignment, you know, so many other things, you know, and then just basic, general, educated, you know, guesses, if you want to call them that. And, And that
1: leads more into he just got these, you know, visions or whatever you want to call them of specific events that happened. And he wrote wrote about those events, but they're not in really any order. And anything, you know, like like you said, any any little minuscule thing mm-hmm. can have a dramatic effect on what happens. Yeah, and that could, that can completely not happen at all. Oh yeah,
0: and or if it not happen, happen at a
1: completely different time,
0: right? It's like people only pick the ones that
2: happen at, Kind of correlate exactly what he was saying to really highlight. So right. you know, I, I got in a deep conversation with a buddy of mine at work the other day about how everything is on. It, it's just one big cycle, and I think that it like kind of ra- it wraps back around to Nostradamus. It wraps back around us talking about historical events happening the over earth and dies, over. It grows again. The Earth, the earth dies, is in dies, one big grows, cycle again. when no. we're talking about global warming. You know, when we're talking about uh, stars dying. Yeah. When we're talking about our sun eventually burning out, yeah. When we're talking about these black holes that are going to like suck everything in and then it's going to get spat back out somewhere. There's going to be, and that could initially be another big bang possibly. I mean, and then you know, who knows if this isn't the like 2.78 billionth time that a universe has been created. And an Earth has been created in the mix of all these so, these galaxies and exactly, solar systems. And living beings such as us, we're living, you know, who knows if it happens the same way every time, if we make the same decisions. Who knows if this exact specific situation where even beings like us exist at all, if this is unique and it's a one-off of all, you know what I mean? Yeah, like there's yeah. so many crazy things, but not to get way off topic the point is is that everything's a cycle everything's we we're, we're going to be I believe born that. we're going to live we'll die and then we re, we recycle you know we could go back re, to, just like in the bible it reads you know we will turn reincarnate earth yeah could be reincarnated our souls could recycle yep i mean whether you believe reincarnation or you believe that you die and you go to heaven is that not essentially like your soul it's being recycled. recycled because you began there yep you were born you were placed in the body of a man or a woman. You live your life here, and then you return. That's it. And it's a recycle. It's a cycle, no matter how what you believe.
0: Throughout everything in life.
2: Yeah. It's a cycle. And you could even, if you don't believe in the afterlife, you could believe that you were, your soul came into your body. Or if you don't believe it's a soul, you could just say, I was born, I lived, I died. And it's just one big cycle, no matter how yeah. you look at it. And it's just, we got in this this deep conversation about how everything is a cycle. And they were just like, you know, it's just crazy to look at that and think, you know, there is no, like, debate. There's no, if you want, I guess if you really truly want the answer to life, that's it. The answer is we're just one big cycle. I mean, yeah, that's definite. And you're seasons, in seasons. There's basically. no debating this. There's no argument. There's no, that's what's happening right Just now. Just like with time. The earth, the earth has been in a situation like this at some point already. You know, in terms of the environment. Now, I believe so. We've added yeah. a different element to that by Our the burning house. of fossil fuels, yeah. by repopulating to the mass level that we have, or, you know, that we're at now. Yeah. Uh, we add a different mix to it. But essentially the Earth was built for it because nothing on this planet didn't come from this planet. That's true. Well, that we know of. Well. Yeah, but I mean, like the you know. metals we use to build our cars, yeah, all the all of our fuels elements. that we're burning come from the dinosaurs. You know what's elements, what I'm saying. Like yeah, every yeah. single thing we're using came from this planet. The resources is what yep. I'm trying to say. The resources. And I mean, you, yeah, we could resources. have and some, some specimens walking among us that may not be. Yeah, that's true.
1: All that, all that fossil fuel and oil and stuff that we're burning is essentially burning already.
2: Yeah. If yep. it's
1: in the Earth's crust, at any point in time, it could burn up
2: You're from right.
1: a volcanic eruption. Yes. One small earthquake sends volcanic, um, you know, magma mm-hmm. up to it. And then it's burning just like we are, you know, burning it in our cars and or for any exactly. other exact
2: people say that, you know, it was fate that an asteroid hit Earth to, on a mass extinction level, kill out the dinosaurs yeah to where they they died at the time they did and then eventually the process would begin to where we would have like fossil fuels you know it would turn into oil you know what i mean all right. that, that do, you, do
0: that, you feel that's true
2: to honestly that's highly debatable for me and i'm i'm in that's no me. way i mean you'd have to be like a biologist at some point to know the breakdown i guess of but i you know i don't know that, i don't know I, was the fuels already there is there a finite amount or is it like is it more um Am I trying to say is, it, like is renewable? It, yeah, then, then we know. Yeah, are we being lied to?
1: Well, it would just it would just require more knowledge of the earth before we were here, which we can never have.
2: And the reserves we tap into this is something I always questioned
1: without time travel or something. That's like true, and right.
2: something I, that I don't really know the answer to. And I'm sure there's probably a simple answer that I, at least they want us to know. I don't know, but when we create these pipelines, right, you're you're tapping into a source. Okay wouldn't you think that these fuels that are in the earth that there would kind of be a layer under the crust at some point of these fuels and you i mean i know there would be better points in areas that's why we have certain areas that are better to tap in yeah they're easier probably to tap but like isn't it everywhere all over the earth I don't know how that works on the pockets of the
0: oil and where it really lies at. Just like I mean, coal seams. So and stuff.
2: because I've always wondered that because I mean it's just like what if we just started drawing like if Russia decided to start drawing more and more and more to the point they're drying up the earth. All of a it's one big reserve. Sort of, yeah. Like it's it's all, all interconnected. Is like yeah. one big almost like an ocean system. of underneath the. It's you, possible. I, I don't I mean, think it's that. Or there's just that pockets. connected.
1: I I think it's more of a pocket thing. Yeah. Right. Because if. If it went deep enough to go under the ocean, I think we would have figured that out before, by now.
2: Well, I mean, but it does go under the ocean because you have, like, those... Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Exxon and the shale uh, well, stations, I mean, but the... Connected. Um, you know. Because I think as much as we do pull
1: from the ocean, I think by now we would have seen depletion in reserves from pumping at, at a certain location.
2: Unless it's right. more, you know, recyclable... If you want to call it that, I don't really, that's not the proper term, but like, and I don't want to say replicable too, but maybe it's like more, more easily created naturally through the earth than we know. That's true. It's like natural gas, it's, man. It's, you
0: know, you can have a natural gas well and you can deplete it, but it builds back up. Yeah. Like, like really renew- yeah. You know what I'm saying? Renewable. And because the renew- resources are there. Resources, right. Yeah. Because yeah. the world's got to vent something because it's, it's very hot in the core. Yeah. I mean it's pushing all that heat out it's And pushing- you know
2: once we burn these fuels, you know, it's like it's got something's got to happen. I know we release CO2, but Just it's like, like there's got yes. to be some sort
0: of like for every reaction there's a, there's a, an, a you know, another action. Like I mean-
2: it's very rare to see a a renewable like a source that comes from the earth, like a natural source like say us for instance, like human beings. When we die, there's a slower process but eventually turn back to the soil. Yeah. And we enrich the soil from which we come because that's, then what, then that's stuff what feeds grows us from when us. we're alive. Yeah, You know, it feeds us. And then we feed stuff. Yeah. So it's like, and when we feed other humans. Deep, bro. Well, think about that. Like when we burn fossil fuels, then they just turn into a gas. At what point do they feed back in to turn back into fossil fuel? You think there'd be this, because it's seemingly like they I don't died. know.
0: You know, it's like um, they said that the reason there's so much fossil fuels and coals is because plant matter and, and large dinosaurs had died. In large quantities. So maybe the CO
2: two helped to feed.
0: I don't know, man. I don't don't know. know. It's uh they say that's where fossil fuels at least in school they teach you that's where fossil fuels derive from. Yeah, we truly don't is, you know, dinosaurs and ancient plant matter.
2: You know that they said the level of CO two on the planet right now, it was five times greater during the time the height of the dinosaurs. CO two levels was, was five so big times of an yes. animals and breathed. You know mm-hmm. what they exhaled when they breathed five see, times greater than it is right now, even with the population what it is. Wow,
1: I think to this day I have questioned everything I've been taught in school. At least yes,
2: twice. Yeah. yes, bro. Yeah,
0: definitely. That's that's the yeah. truth right there. I think you have to, but it's, you know, like history is always ever changing. Is it's crazy to me because history is supposed to be set in stone,
2: right? Yeah, well, we have to teach it that way because if you don't, no one's going to believe anything you teach. But exactly, they it think it's a big facade of some but sort. How many, you know.
1: how many times? Because everything has changed, like cultures changed, mindsets have changed, government changed. How many times do you think these textbooks that we haven't looked at in fifteen years says something like, different? going back to that,
0: look at some of this shit. And be like yeah. what it yeah. says
1: something different than what we read back in the day. You
0: know, it seems like yeah, I see I'm something sure, pop yeah. up all the time about Egypt or the ancient like. South American temples and how they're like, oh, well, we think they're a lot older than what we thought, you know, and they're always changing shit around. It's like, you
2: know, we've, we've talked about a lot of stuff here. Like they found skeletal remains in North America that were like like how many thousands of years older than the previously Mm -hmm. thought oldest known skeletal remains. And we're like, and they're like, we didn't even know that humans were here on this continent during that time. We're like, you know, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, so like, when's the next oldest? They'll so, find something. Yeah. I mean so do you
0: think they already know a lot of this stuff they're just scared to tell us or just like easing it on us because of are like Man, Well, I don't
2: I don't know because like I don't think that they they know the like how much of a rise they get out of people based on what they've told them so far. Yeah. So I mean, how many people do you think honestly care? I mean, sadly. Like to us, that's intriguing stuff. So, oh, very intriguing. But to the average person, they're just like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Because all they care about is that they're here right now doing their thing. They don't the care present. about, like, you yeah. don't care about the past. They're like, I'm care about me. I'm taking care of me and, Today. and my life. And I don't care about what happened.
0: That blows my mind.
2: Yeah. And I don't, I don't like that because, like, I want to know for whatever it's worth, you know, these, these things that, you know what I mean? That, like, I can't we're understand discovering people- because it changes, it broadens my, you know, my view on the world or yeah. whatever. And it changes. I need that. Like, I feel like I crave that that change in perception
1: yeah craving understanding yeah. what was the what were you talking yeah. about
2: before the podcast about uh it says it in this book here if you want to read that again about the way we look at things when we're kids
0: oh man i love like the first couple I'll, I'll read this for us real quick i know yeah, we're it's, it's, real, it's real short after this we'll talk about some more nostradamus stuff oh yeah <laughs> get back on track here i'm about to dip out are you about to yeah, roll? I gotta wake up at four thirty. I'm bro. glad you joined us for a while, bro. It he was rolling.
1: fun. You mind factions? I miss you guys, and I shall return soon.
0: He shall Absolutely. return when he gets some more time. Let's see ya. Absolutely. See All you, bro. right, bro. You be careful.
1: See ya.
0: Um. So here's what it says. Let me find this first opening. I thought, man, it really, it really like hooked me. Mm. You know what I'm saying when I read this other morning. It said, do you believe in magic? This is the first page, the actual first page of this book. And it states, remember when you were a child and you looked in life in total wonder and awe. Life was magical and exciting. The smallest things were utterly utterly thrilling to you. You were fascinated by the frost on the grass, a butterfly flittering through the air, or any strange leaf or rock on the ground. You were full of excitement when you lost a tooth because it meant that the tooth, tooth fairy was coming that night. And when you would count down the days to the magical night of Christmas, even though you had no idea how Santa Claus could ever get to every child in the world in one night, but somehow he did it and he never let you down. Reindeer could fly and there were fairies in the garden. Pets were like people. Toys had personalities. Dreams came true and you could touch the stars. And you know, that's just some of the beginning of the book. I thought, man, I think that that correlates to all of our lives. When For we were sure. kids, man, life was magical. Mm-hmm. and you know that's why they named the book The Magic see you los be good bro see you bro and um I don't know you know it's uh life's crazy but I'm gonna get in some more uh Nostradamus yeah, let's get in some more
2: Nostradamus here what's doing back on
0: even though Corey's like fucking Nostradamus um <laughs>
2: okay <laughs>
0: No, no it's, just, always, good like to, it's to, always good. It's always good to have both views of that,
2: though. You do, and I, I mean, I just, I like to just question, debate everything. it, you know, because you know, I mean, there there are a lot of what ifs, and that's that pertains to a lot of things that we that we speak about here. Yeah. So check this one out: rise of artificial intelligence. Now,
0: this one does sound. I remember when I read this the other day, it kind of caught my eye. His quatrain states, "The moon in the full of night over the high mountain." The new sage with a lone brain sees it. By his disciples, invented to be immortal. Eyes to the south, hands in the bosoms, bodies in the fire. Hmm. That's wild. That is crazy. But, but this That's, part right here gets me. By his disciples, invented to be immortal. But see, that to me, that I always speak on AI. That could be somebody like really, you know, saying that, hey, I'm the dictator here. You know what I'm saying? My disciples, my people around me, have pumped me up to make me feel that way. That could be about hell. That could be about Kim Jong Un or whatever his damn name is. is that his name, right? Um, moon in the full of night over the high mountain. The new sage with a lone brain sees it. A lone brain. So that makes me think it thinks on its own. I get that. Like it don't need nobody else to think for. Could be a dictator too. Somebody yeah. that don't think, care about nobody's outside of pen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which would be like, Putin, Putin, North Korea. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Somebody like that. Eyes to the south, hands and bosoms, bodies in the fire. Now this is kind of weird, though. If you think about that, what's south of Russia?
2: Ukraine. It's sort of southwest, but you know what I'm saying. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's it's definitely it's, south it's of South Russia. of
2: Belarus, which Belarus. Belarus.
0: Yeah. That's why when you think about this, now what gets me is hands in the bosoms, bodies in the fire. So could that be meaning like a bunch of crazy shit's going on? Soldiers could be raping people. Who knows? Bodies in the fire. They're burning bodies because they're disposing of them, which Mm -hmm. is crematories that supposedly Russia has mobile crematories right now. Do you believe that?
1: Yeah, they've actually spotted the the mobile. So there's videos trucks. of these. So I, what is
0: I, the purpose I've seen
2: of these?
1: Pictures somewhere. I'm not going to say where, where because I don't remember where, but I know it was on the internet, and I looked at pictures that. I mean, obviously they could have been something else, but that's surely what they looked like.
2: All right.
0: So um, this part here, though, by his disciples invited it
1: was just a furnace on the back of a truck. Sorry.
0: Oh, right. sorry. By his disciples invited to be immortal. How do you take that? By his disciples, invited to be immortal, so the people around him
2: to be immortal. That would essentially mean to like to me, it means he would be immortalized, like in the Red Square, if it was yes, Putin. You know, he would throughout be placed, history. Yes, like Lenin, like Stalin. So that's
0: what I'm saying. Like some of the know. stuff people say, rise of artificial intelligence. I don't totally see that yeah. in that.
2: Yeah, quatrain. They've,
0: they've some people do that, but see our, our opinion of that is ours a makes more sense.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, because there's nothing there that points at artificial.
2: Can I, can I bring up one here, a prediction that he had, and I'll read the prediction, and then I'll read what happened. Okay. And I feel like this one was pretty it was pretty spot on, um, and it actually is talking about the United States' use of the atomic bomb during World War II. It says, Near the gates and within two cities, there will be scourges like the witch was never seen. Famine within plague, people put out by steel crying to the great immortal God for relief. Wow. So, for those of you, I'm sure everyone already knows this, but what happened in early August of 1945, uh, we, the United States, dropped two atomic weapons on the island of Japan. Yeah. Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And as it says in the first part of the quatrain, near the gates and within two cities. So that could be like the gate of the the country? Yeah. Within two cities. yeah. Um the world had never seen the likes of an atomic bomb no. before we had ever before we used it. The closest power that ever hit the earth was and, and greater of course is an asteroid. An asteroid. Yep. Yeah. So this was this the strongest man made weapon. Um and then of course from that, from the fallout, you have famine within plague people yep. put out by steel. So maybe they were talking about the casing of the bomb itself put out by steel. Wow. Crying to the great immortal God for relief. So it says here that um, the suffering endured by those in the blast and the radiation poisoning suffered um, uh, by those who escaped the immediate detonation. That's pretty
0: –
2: now, it's, was that a time frame, frame that was given around that, that year, supposedly? It, it doesn't specify on that. If that, that is kind of – But that was what they – this is what they grouped it with. And, I mean, wow. it seems to be pretty spot on – Um, And and the reason why I feel that this one is what sticks out to me is how it actually talks about the two cities and it says the likes of which was never seen. Yes. And then it says crying out for great, for God, for relief because
0: all the people were suffering. Right.
2: And they were like, look, stop. It's over. We were surrender. We're finished. We don't want to move problems. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of, that's like, Really,
0: I don't know. That's not too yeah, vague the to last me. Which we,
2: the world I've never seen, and no one had. In that. so it's very specific. Very in dark. That. Yeah. Wow. Very specific with that. So, um,
0: but you know, on the one about the rise of artificial intelligence, some people could take it as that. But me, I don't see that. I've been deciphering, like, and just really thinking about this in one line: by his disciples, invented to be immortal, invited, not invented. Sorry. So they're like, hey, if you do this, you'll be in the history books forever invited to be immortal. Right. Like, man, I'm telling you, yeah. So I don't know. That could and, be technically back
1: in the olden days or in the, in you know the old days like that, to be immortal was to be written about. Yes. Exactly. To be immortalized in song or in, in text. Yep. So it could have been I mean it could have been anything. It,
0: it could have been. Doesn't yeah, necessarily it
1: been. mean live forever as a physical Thing, but just in writing their song exactly because that, that was used to be their way of of communicating the
0: past. Because I'm gonna be honest, even computers can't live forever, right? No, they have have a power
2: source. There, yeah, there's no immortality.
0: But what can live forever and what can exist forever, as far as we know it, the legend, the legend, the writing, the the text, the description. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To carry on through the generations. And and Putin to me like not. Exactly, tying him to this is going for that kind of legacy, I feel.
1: Yeah. I mean, they, he's he wants always to be spoken about. Yeah, yeah. More
0: like Corey said on a prior episode, a czar is what he really wants to be the czar.
2: He does. Yeah. He, I think that where he is a byproduct of the former Soviet Union, um, yeah. he was born in the Soviet Union. He was proud Union. of the Soviet Union. He I was feel. a KGB agent during the time of the Soviet Union who was around the czar, protected the czar. And to me, if that was born and bred into you, you know, uh there's always a want, just as, you know, we always bring him up, but Hitler, yeah, you know, to return a country to its former glory. And I feel like Putin at some point, which that being now, I suppose, felt that Russia had kind of fallen from the global eye as a true like a um, superpower, not just a super, I mean because I feel like they've always been recognized as that on like a trade level, especially, yeah, but it's like people had lost that fear, Gotcha. you know I and, can and, say that, and yeah. I think that he didn't like that, low didn't key. have that
0: type of power right like they used to,
2: and he's like, you know, I kind of like. Having that, you know, like you, you, no one, like Ukraine, you know, they weren't going to back down, and he's like, "Well, we have finally gotten to that point where they have forgotten who we are, right?" Especially yes. with the
1: expansion of NATO and the EU, yeah,
2: and so he felt
1: he was losing his, uh, yes, his, his grip
2: on his it, grip, yeah. yeah, and he he was losing that that cushion because that's what that's all it boils down to. If for those that don't know that, um, so Russia had a cushion around them you know, that kept NATO at bay. And Ukraine really didn't want anything to do with NATO and they didn't want anything to do with Russia. But since NATO was pushing so hard to finally bring Ukraine in to be to become a part of it, and they were giving the you know And Ukraine
1: was too. They wanted to be part. Yeah,
2: and they they were militarily arming them. Ukraine really was was all for becoming a part of it prior to the war because of course, we have seen Russia. You know, it was a buildup, and they're like, we know what's coming or the potential, you know, of it to come. So they were all about, you know, taking all the resources they could to prepare. And yeah. you know, Putin was like, "We really don't need this. This isn't good for us." But I just don't get that, though. You know, I mean, they're like, "Yeah, it's right on our border," but it's like you you knew that Ukraine wasn't going to attack you, dude. Look how large Russia is. I mean, they were going to attack you, and I think their biggest I, way, fear. Was, I kind of get it. I think it was economically. I think that I think it was, was a big part of. I think economically for sure, and yeah. I, but but I think that like but still though, Ukraine's not going to attack but okay. you, and they're not going to pose a I major. threat. I think it's threat. the point
1: more for me. This is the way I look at it. I think it's the more of the the general point of that used to be his land. Right. And now it's been, you know, Well, it's almost invaded used by. To, used to be the, you know, Russian land. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's been taken over, and now is run by a, a government that he doesn't agree with.
0: Yeah. And or or in a political party like an Outlook. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What what he calls Nazis. Yeah, yeah. I that's mean, what he clearly they're Nazi, not, but
0: you know, fascism. Now, I, now here's what here's what my point is on on his idealistic part of it too imagine if Russia started to team up with Mexico and put nukes on our border.
2: Right. But that's not what was happening with... Well, they were afraid that Ukraine was potentially going to maybe like... Well, here's what
0: I'm saying. But if they join NATO, that's your enemies on your border with nuclear weapons right there.
2: I, I see the comparison you're trying to I can to make see... Now. You
0: know what I'm saying? I can yeah. see that in a way what's going on there. He don't want that to happen. He wants maybe Ukraine to be a middle ground. No fucking around with NATO at all. Yeah. You know, because they know if, you know. I mean, I
1: understand what you're saying. Yeah, but I mean, if if we really needed that, we've got allies all the way up as Western coast. Right. Actually. True. It's not going to make any difference, really. But I the, think the your biggest part is difference too. would be the Black Sea. Yes. Because huge the Black tradeport. Sea huge trade port, but that gives us a back door. Yes. To come in from the bottom of Russia. Yep and we can evade to that way. cuz i mean we can just sail over to the east of russia yeah mm, yeah yep. we can sail over to the west of russia
2: i think, I think russia. that is a really good comparison but, of like with mexico was armed. Oh yeah. and like were, look what
1: happened
0: with
2: russia and cuba yeah
0: america didn't like that shit no, it's too close to too us close.
2: and they're still too close i mean they yes. they don't like america they were the no. like what of one of only two countries but i, I that would like openly to see
0: you know, how yeah. America reacted if Russia did. Say, hey, we're teaming up with Mexico. We're friends, and I'm going to put a few nukes down here
2: just in case. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna send them weapons and ain't gonna
0: have arm them. We ain't going to let that happen. We're going to like, the fuck you are. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. anyways, back to Nostradamus. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I can see that. Um. There was another one. I w- okay, check this out. There. Now, this is kind of weird, another vague one. Of course, a lot of these quatrains are vague. Check this one out, what he stated. And they they title this one, the death disappearance of a political figure possibly, the sudden death of the first character, he will be changed and they will put another in his kingdom. Mm-hmm. So could it be uh, kind of alluding to Joe Biden possibly dying?
2: Could it that could. be leading
0: to, or it could any be any main leader, yeah. a, you know, political leader of a country or a nation, like president, right. a dictator, passing and then replacing him, such such as Kim Jong Un or whoever. You know, I don't know. So if the, if now if this shit happens this year, uh, you're on an astrodamus. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, right. I mean,
2: right? You you uh, now, now like if, if these things continue to like line up like that, now you're you're tuned in. The words that get
1: me is the first character
2: though. The first character, yes. I, that I'm particular, trying
1: particular. That's
0: what we want to do tonight is break like these I down don't, for you I don't guys. Understand
1: what that the means? The
0: first character. The
1: sudden death of any character. Yeah. Uh, which I, and, and maybe the first guy
0: in
2: charge, okay, the head actually, guy in I charge. I actually have some stuff here that I think is pretty interesting about Nostradamus. Okay. And it solidifies what we've, what we've said earlier in this episode. Although the perception of Nostradamus as a prophet was an uncanny ability to accurately predict the future has persisted since the 16th century, scholars now believe that he didn't actually possess the supernatural power to see into the hereafter, but rather the ability to project past events into the future. According to Peter that. a former Cambridge linguist and professional translator who has written at least 10 books on the enigmatic figure, Nostradamus was neither an astrologer nor a seer. He simply believed that history will repeat itself. Using a technique dating back to biblical times known as bibliomancy, that's a really weird word I've never heard before. Nostradamus purportedly selected extracts from older sources at random and then used astrological calculations to project its recurrence in the future. One of the major sources used for this most famous work, the prophecies, was the Mirabilis Liber of 1522, an anthology of prophecies from well-known seers of the time, while Livre de l'Estat et Mutations des Temps by Richard Roussot provided the basis for his astrological references. So we factually have what he used for his astrology and what he used for his anthology of prophecies. That's pretty wild, man.
0: Um, yeah, I got. we talked about that. We kind of had, we touched on that. So I believe that. Did you actually know that his contemporaries
2: criticized his astrological skills? Oh, I guarantee. He was actually a medical student, I'm pretty sure. So I can actually read this to you. By the time the first edition of The Prophecies was published in 1555, Nostradamus had already garnered quite a bit of notoriety from his almanacs, which he had begun to publish on an annual basis beginning five years earlier. The texts provided useful weather information for farmers and predictions for the coming year and eventually caught the attention of the Queen of France, who summoned Nostradamus to Paris to explain his predictions and draw up horoscopes for her children. However, not all the attention he received was positive. Professional astrologers at the time criticized his incompetent methodology and failure to adjust the predictions for his client's birth dates or place. Lorenz Vidal published a pamphlet in 1558 entitled Declaration of the Abuses, Ignorances, and Seditions of Michael Nostradamus, in which he railed against both the content of Nostradamus' predictions and his lack of basic astrological skills, stating, I can say with complete confidence that of true astrology you understand less than nothing as is evident not merely to the learned, but to learners in astrology too, as your works amply demonstrate, you who cannot calculate the least movement of any heavenly body whatever. Hey, kid's oh, wow. just been a hater. Fuck him. <laughs> no. He really didn't
1: like him, that's for At sure. At all.
0: And this could also be like the guys that hate on Elon Musk that are brain specialists and talking about he, ain't, he don't know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, throughout history, you have haters. Oh, no. So, yeah. so, I you mean, were. I can't.
2: I mean, why didn't these guys try that then? I guess because they didn't feel confident enough to be brash I enough yeah. to this prophesy. They would I mean, it, the to
1: not not try it themselves. Yeah. Right,
2: right.
0: Pretty wild, man. I don't know. Here's another one of his predictions for 2022, around the area of 2022. The European Union's, Union's downfall, possibly. In his state, sacred temples of the Roman time will reject the foundations of their foundation. So <laughs> if they're trying to correlate this with the European Union as yes. far as not like really being on the same page with each other. Yes. And the, crumbling the EU, and just dissipating. Yeah. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Yeah. Or NATO. It could be possibly be NATO. Yeah. You don't know, you know, but it says sacred temples of Roman time. So that'd be ancient countries. Mm-hmm. You know
2: countries know what I mean? that have been here right. for
0: a long time. Mm-hmm. We'll reject the foundations of their foundation.
2: Wow. See, these are really deep. They yeah, kind of are deep. For those really of deep. us, those listeners out there right now, as we're speaking about this stuff, you're going to hear a lot of Silence at times, but that's because we're trying to <laughs> process. Yeah, process every bit of the words that were, yeah. that, you know, the, the input is there and the output's like a little lagging because we're like, hmm, mm, well, we're trying to make these connections and you're also trying to understand what you just heard. And if you notice, we are really breaking down these.
0: We're just trying to kind of go over them really well. Yeah, yeah, and see if we can decipher. Anything. And I'm not
2: trying to jump around, but I'm throwing in other things here. Um, Nostradamus predicted. That the world, how the world would end, Um, he predicted that the final uh, conflagration, as they worded it here, uh, a massive meteor storm bombardment, perhaps including one or more catastrophic uh, extinction level event. Uh, When is I don't know whatever I'm trying to read this here actually, and it's in his preface, Nostradamus explained to his son that his prophecy spanned from his present time. Until 3797. 3797. He didn't state the year of the final conflagration. Merely that was when his prophecies would end. Wow. So between 1555 until 3797. That's very specific. That's a weird year too. It's just weird sounding 3797.
0: Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay. It's kind of weird you said about the asteroid stuff and the meteorites. Uh, it's right here. Possible Asteroid. Strike in 2022. Now, this one, I feel, can be taken as, even that, what you just stated could be taken as different things because in Nostradamus's time, they knew nothing of rockets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Missiles. Yeah, and, and maybe if he did have some kind of vision, if he did, because some people stated when it was around Nostradamus that was in his almost like a secret group, said he was in a trance-like state almost. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We wasn't there, obviously, in 1555. But check this out. Let me see what it says here. Where the hell did that, (laughs) boys?
2: I'm going to let you read that. I've got some other things here that I think are extremely
0: interesting. He said, stated, a great fire would fall from the sky.
2: Okay. So, that's not too vague. Yeah, I mean, as we know, you know, nuclear bombs are going to exit... And, and yeah, the atmosphere. thing is, a lot of
0: people don't realize it, but a nuclear weapon is usually detonated around sixteen hundred foot above ground level,
2: on mm-hmm. average, for a yeah, full they, potential blast. They will, um, they'll actually enter, um, what is it? The the lower uh, suborbital, suborbital, yep. yeah, suborbital levels around the Earth. So, you know, that's, know. so when it says fall, you know, from the sky, it would appear that they're falling, you know, yeah, into Earth. Actually, they had to exit. You know, and not uh, low, saying that's exactly what
0: he's saying, but is he stating that that could be a sign of World War 3 I've
2: got some stuff here when he talks about World War Three, some specific yeah. stuff here. Um, I don't know uh, if, if you already touched on this, but Nostradamus predicted three, potentially four, antichrists. Yeah, I've heard about um, that. He used the term to refer to tyrannical world leaders who are also warmongers who started the wars that they were involved in, caused millions of deaths and were noteworthy to history. His third Antichrist is the worst. Nostradamus predicted him as someone who would rise over all the kings of the East and start a world war, perhaps World War III, which would last for 25 to 29 years. Nostradamus associated his third Antichrist with the biblical Antichrist to basically end the world. But that's what's weird to me. So if this is going to be World War III, say that is happening right now, yeah, and your prophecies last to thirty-seven ninety-seven, dude. We're not even close. We're not. We're we're barely halfway there, or not? Barely well, there. here's the thing: like, there will be survivors. There would yeah, be survivors of right. World War III. Um, so very few. But if I mean, if if it's a nuclear war, there won't be. But that won't <laughs> be the end of days. So right, right. That doesn't mean World War III would be the end of days we may actually be able to As fight. far as
0: we know as a humanity, I feel would. You know what I mean? As a civilization, definitely.
1: It, it all depends on how much effect we have on the, um, the earth itself. Yes. Because like, clearly there's going to be some places that aren't hit by They by say by South uh, America
0: is a very good place to go in case of that. But happens.
1: it's or the I, effect I that, that that many nuclear weapons would have on the earth itself. Oh, my God. Basically eating away those air. What, what was
0: the one you know, uh, quatrain that you found about forty days or forty years about a rainbow? I'd read that. that too. Let me find it. I don't know where I, they got he's so jumbled up, just like his quatrains was. Um, <laughs> <Okay. All laughs> vague here, yeah, very vague on their description. But you know, I don't know if you guys believe into this stuff, you know, or um, you know, you know, I'm big on hypnosis, you know. Who knows? Who knows what? What our minds can tap into our subconscious mind, what dimension? Because at this table, I feel there's multiple dimensions. Right. Um, not saying uh, I speak for all of us, but and you I, know, okay, well, you find it.
1: Yep. Okay. Um, it says, mm-hmm. for forty years the rainbow will not be seen. For forty years it will be seen every day. The sky, the dry earth will grow more parched, and there will be floods when it is seen. Hmm.
2: That's very
0: interesting. I, it's hard to decipher this stuff.
2: You know there are, yeah, the double rainbow effect that happens a lot after nuclear blast. No, there's I don't a, know about there, that. There's a reaction. You didn't know about that? No. Um. Let's see, I see if I can find some stuff up here. Wow, I never knew hear about this one. Yeah. Nuclear rainbows, scattering a nucleus, uh, nucleus potential. Yeah, it's uh, I'd have to really do some research on this. I think to really dive into it, but yeah, there's as soon as he was talking about the rainbows, and we were talking about the end of days, and and of course when we relate end of days, we imagine like a nuclear fallout, nuclear war. Um, that put that in mind for me. But yeah, that's um, I'd have to really look that up. There was a couple more that I had found um the other day,
0: and I don't know why I don't have them bookmarked, but um. Couple more predictions that he had made for around this time frame. Let me see here. He has spe—he has spoke about an asteroid or nuclear warfare, specifically speaking on halting two
2: armies. Hmm.
0: I wish I could find what
2: that was. I don't know. I was gonna try to pull this up here and see if I could.
0: Let me see this prediction right here. I'm going to find it for you guys. Because that, that right there really boggled my mind. Um, and Hopefully you guys can do some research too. And maybe you can touch on how you guys feel about Nostradamus. Here's
1: one of his quotes. This one's kind of crazy. It says, uh, Fathers and mothers dead of infinite sorrow. woman in mourning, or women in mourning, the pestilent, pestilent, Sea monster, she monster, the one great one to be no more, all the world to end.
0: Hmm. I'm telling you, man, I, it's hard to decipher these because we, we're not used to speaking in these kind of, yeah. you know, the way he lays like these monster out. monster
1: really got me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let me see here. I didn't even know this, and uh, I was trying to find this, and I actually come across the fact that, there have been hydrogen bombs detonated in space. Really? Yeah, there were tests done. <laughs> See, I mean, look at all these things that we don't—we we really, know. we've never heard about. How would I that, don't know, you think bro. about this, though? How would that—would that not create like a vacuum effect? You would think it would cause a, a major issue—a like ripple
0: through space. Yeah, because you know when they dropped the Tsar bomb and Russia tested the largest nuclear weapon ever dropped on on our planet. They they said that the the bomb, um, what do they call that the re, like percussion, yeah, the blast wave uh-huh. traveled around Earth three times. Wow, traveled around the Earth three times,
2: and we have bombs now that, that's bigger than oh, that are way
0: larger. That's crazy to me.
2: Yeah, yeah, way larger. I, I would. I, I mean, my mind can't even grasp the devastation that would occur after a, lot, like yeah. a modern nuclear warhead hit. Yeah.
0: Let me see what this one says. He wrote, in the skies one sees fire and long trails of sparks. Okay, I get it. Shooting star, meteorite, or a missile. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It just throwing that out there. Missile. Oh yes, man. If you watch some of these videos these missiles flying through the sky at night, it
1: looks so just our, like a shooting our star. Our modern nukes will actually, they'll be launched, they'll go up to um, the suborbital level, and they'll drop the main engines, and they they carry multiple different nuclear warheads inside the rocket. Oh, yeah. And, and then then,
2: then it breaks away. So I'll just read this real it's quick.
1: Multi-targetable launch vehicle or something like that. I think I've read on so those
2: before. It says here, the two nuclear weapons dropped on... Uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki had an explosive yield of the equivalent of about 15 kilotons of dynamite and 20 uh, kilotons of dynamite, respectively. In modern nuclear arsenals, those devastating weapons are considered low-yield. Wow. Many of the modern nuclear weapons in Russian and U.S. nuclear weapons are thermonuclear and have explosive yields of the equivalent of at least 100 kilotons of dynamite, and some are much higher a uh, one one hundred kiloton nuclear weapon dropped on New York City could lead to roughly five thousand five hundred eighty three thousand one hundred sixty fatalities. Jesus, so over you know half a million. That is crazy. Yeah,
1: and it's and that's death within within an instant.
2: Yeah, by a flash of light, and you're in you're you're subatomically just destroyed.
1: That's not even counting the ones who would go down for. Yeah. Um, radiation poisoning. Right, The stuff, outliers. Like miles, this is pretty miles crazy. Around.
0: On one of his passages, he wrote, New, Empathous, and Sudden Rain will suddenly halt two armies. Celestial stones, fires make the sea stony, and the death of seven, by se- the death seven by the land in Sudden se- Sea Sudden. I jacked that. I botched that one all up. i read that again.
2: <laughs> it's all good.
0: New impetuous, how you say? impetious? Been a long day for me. Impetuous, impetuous. New impetuous and sudden rain will suddenly halt two armies. Celestial stones, fires make the sea stony. Death of seven by the land and sea. sea sudden. Death of seven.
1: The fires make the sea stony sounds more like a like a volcano to me. Yeah, like an erupting volcano. Possible. Erupting volcano.
0: That yeah, and celestial stones, sudden rain, ash. That's more sounds more end times, you know. And what's crazy, it was crazy? I also read a one where he said that uh, something about a new city will fall. Did you see those in years we read?
1: Um, I know the one you're talking about. I I don't have it. I'll find on it. this one. But
0: but you know when you think about that, you know we we could be classified as the the new city of the. You know, modern world. I guess you would call it. As far as America, what lies in the middle of America? What do you St. mean? St. Helens, the largest volcano on Earth. Really, Yellowstone.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. If we're both Yellowstone
0: like, yeah. was to erupt, the the United States would be over. Oh yeah.
1: Everything we, for except for the extreme East Coast.
0: Yeah, we would we would be in a. Almost like a nuclear winter.
2: It's crazy too that for I just, years you just have to think that like we we have had to been in the process of trying to figure out how to either prevent this, to contain this. You're talking about the volcano? Yes. There ain't no way to it. Well, I mean, there ain't no way we. If do there's it, a no. release valve somewhere, <laughs> maybe we could.
0: I don't think there is. I think they've tried to figure that out. and They just. That's a power that we are not even capable of really harnessing. You know no. what I'm saying? That's wild to think that. Almost like an yeah, asteroid of great size. the whole
1: place is just the cauldron of I, the volcano.
0: You know, yeah. I read the other day that the they think it, it's ready to erupt at any time because the crust on average around Yellowstone has risen 10 inches mm-hmm. where it's bulging. Yeah. The volcanic pressure is bulging under the lands of that area.
2: And then people are there every day, just walking
0: around. Like don't realize that these nice cool geysers you're witnessing is being heated by magma right below your feet, pretty much. There's a reason they're that hot. Yes. Yep. And it ain't just cool looking. But when you take this passage, a great fire will fall from the sky for now. Check this. This is right, and this is another one he wrote. A great fire will fall from the sky for three nights. The cause will appear both stupefying and uh, marvelous. Shortly after, there will be an earthquake. That can be an eruption. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, that's if a volcano of that size does erupt, that's what happens. Like, that's uh, what I'm saying, it's, it's going to start with uh, basically a, pyroclast, a pyroclastic, pyroclastic, something like that explosion cloud. Or- that goes up and basically blots out the sun. Yeah, and the crazy thing and, is, these people you know if they correlate
0: this with, like, not saying they're wrong, and not saying we're right, but they're they're more correlating this with asteroids because it says a great fire will fall from the sky. I don't see that exactly. As far as a volcano would do the same thing over multiple eru- oh, yeah. eruptions for three days, it could erupt.
1: Oh yeah, and you most know, yeah. most do. Like it's not yeah, a it's, it's not like a just quick a one thing. done and
0: right. minuteman type well, thing.
1: Start, like I said, it starts <laughs> off as the cloud. And then, basically, there's an earthquake that is caused by the eruption of the, the giveaway of the top of the volcano. Exactly. Which then shoots fire into the sky. Yep. And um, creates, like, this huge earthquake. That's pretty wild, man. To think about all that. Massive from a volcano of that size.
0: And what I read every, what was it, 470-something thousand or 570,000 years, that volcano that resides under Yellowstone erupts. And they say we're pretty much overdue for it. And they said throughout history, just like you said, there's a cycle that's mm-hmm. done that pretty much on point every five hundred and seventy thousand years. And they find that through the archaeological digging of the the layers of the ash and stuff when they yeah. when they dig and you know I I don't know, man. Pretty wild stuff. There was another one I had read. I don't know why none of this bookmarked where it says something about a leader being struck by lightning on a ship. Oh, wow. So that could be correlated to a, some kind of military strike. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But anyways, I don't know what you all think about Nostradamus. I think it's pretty interesting, even though, like Corey said, if it even if it is just a bunch of gibberish and, you know, you take from it what you guys want to take from it. You might believe it. You might not believe it at the end Um, of the
2: day it's still cool it's still pretty cool that somebody had done that uh, you know i I let people do the hard work for me by pulling his quatrains and breaking them down and applying them to modern day events um you know if you wanted to be uh not lazy like me and you want to dive in and you want to get with some of his works that have been um i'm sure they've been translated because he was french so um you know, and he done
1: what like four? Didn't you say like five different languages?
2: I don't know. Is that I, what? Garrett,
1: I'm pretty sure you read something that says it. in, yeah. like five different languages. Yeah, four to
2: five different languages. He he wrote he re, had written these. Oh wow, uh, really? That's cool. Yeah. Um, so, I wonder why. Probably he he wanted just his works. He wanted to spread them, I guess, around as much as he could. I mean, in, in France, I mean, you're you're pretty close to other countries. I mean, they're pretty tight knit, right, uh, in that area. And I mean, they they speak you know just a bunch of different languages. And he wanted to try yeah, to I, mass I guess, produce his yeah, book. Yeah, because, I guess to get yeah. it out to the masses, right? That's yeah, what and, you and just make as do. much money as possible. So if he had the ability to translate, you know, uh, it was just a marketing tactic. So good Truth. on him for that. But uh, but yeah, I mean, um, it's just cool. I guess to break those down, look at those, and just you know, hey, entertain the thought. What if? What if these was he was divinely used. Yes, to, uh, to, to relay a message. To relay a message. Maybe uh, that's why he is still prevalent today. Very true. In 2022, uh, for a reason. Yeah. Right. To try to help guide us, to give us a little notation on what's to come. Um, I think if nothing else, if you want to take something away from it, if you don't believe his prophecies. Um, believe in the mathematical. Believe in, in the facts of it, which equations. is that history will is and will repeat itself. It will. And Everything. unfortunately, the good and bad a yes. lot of times. The world is one big cycle. Um, things are going to come back around again. You know, sickness, famine, war. It's happened before, and it's going to happen again. Unfortunately. So, to take all these things in and to try to apply them and in some way, shape, or form, either prepare yourself or to look at them reactively instead of proactively and just go, oh, oh, wow, he knew that was going to happen. I mean, I don't know how that's doing us any good, but, you know. It's like a nuclear bomb going off. Oh, Nostradamus predicted this. Well, that's great, but you didn't.
0: You know, know,
2: and not only Nostradamus, there's other, you know, prophetic type. I was going to mention that. I think that would be really cool for us to maybe bring those up, especially if we can do some research and find some that maybe had different means by attaining their prophecies. Yes, uh, that may be used. One that I'm some speaking of abilities. is the Baba Vanga. Right. You mentioned, you mentioned her. her. She yes. was blind. That's
0: really um, interesting. So now, she, I had, you know, because, man, I got into this this weekend and was really thinking about bringing this to this episode. And um, so, check this out. She has predicted, um, she has an 85% success rate on predictions. Are hers more um, specific? Yeah, now check this out. Um, let me see some of these predictions she had done, which I think is pretty cool, man. It, like Some of these people were in touch with stuff. Let me find it. In 1980, I guess you Van Gogh said, Kirk's will be covered with water and the whole world will weep over it, claiming that the disaster would happen in August 1999. Check this out. The Russian sub sank in August 2000, killing all aboard. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. ISIS. Oh, they say she predicted ISIS. The Bulgarian, oh, that's where she's from, is also said to have predicted the rise of the terror group ISIS. So, that's pretty wild. Um, the Syrian gas attacks when Trump was in office. She was said to possibly predicted that before she died. Van Gogh warned of a showdown in a country where Muslims would use chemical warfare against Europeans.
2: That's pretty wild. So I think it's cool that she was more recent and not like an ancient historical figure. You know, I wonder if there's any um, well-known seers that are. Now check this out. Still alive. She claimed, because she, like I said, she
0: died in what, 1996, was it? She died. You see when she passed. Well, then she didn't predict that when Trump was in office. Then it was like. She passed in 1996. She's talking about the, the gas attacks. So she was. As Syria did. She predicted. Prophecy, yes. You know, it was a prophecy. Okay. Now check this one out. She did. She claimed the 44th president who would who turn out to be Barack Obama would be black. Okay. However, she also said he would be the last president, which did not happen, but he could be possibly the last president
2: that is black of ethnical race that we know of possibly. Yeah, and that's where we start to kind of dive into these things when they don't make sense. Yes, we start trying to make sense of them, and I'm not I'm not downing that at all. But that's what we do. Now, I this one that. is pretty wild. In
0: 1989, she claimed the American brethren will fall after being attacked by the steel birds, and innocent blood will be gushing. Nine Eleven.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
0: That is pretty wild. Yeah. She said some believe that the reference to the September 11th attacks was made in that passage. Think about that, American brethren will fall after being attacked by steel birds, and innocent blood will be gushing.
2: You know that is pretty on point. There was was actually, I'll bring this up in another episode, but there have been many cases of time travelers. Have you guys read into any of this that came back and made predictions? yeah. Yeah, and a lot of the predictions. And spoke who's to say of a world war? And what's crazy is that now that we're the closest right now that we've ever been to a, a, f- a possible A war possible war world war three. Yeah, and sure. so you know, I mean, it's it's pretty crazy that they spoke of this and people were like, "Oh, they're come on." Speaking of world you know, war three, and then now in twenty twenty two, it's like boom, it pops off out of nowhere. No one expected this this year. She has a couple of predictions for that. Okay. She didn't. She, like I said, she died in 96.
0: Check this out. She said, Vladimir Putin Putin, sorry, will win the 2018 election. She said that in 1979. During a meeting with writer Valentin Sadurovia Vanya said, All will thaw as if ice. Only one will remain untouched. Vladimir's glory of Russia. That's weird. Now, check this. Shortly before before her death, sorry, my mouth's pretty dry. Shortly before her death, the elderly woman said, Russia will not only survive, it will dominate the world. Dominate the world. We that shall, is weird. We shall see. We shall see.
1: That one's hard to believe as of now.
0: Yes. But. It depends who gets has their back.
1: Yeah.
0: Who really comes with their aid. I feel on that and and who I mean who decides to take that major step into a nuclear war yeah I think that will be a deciding factor yeah I mean
1: well, I think if anybody makes that step it's gonna be Putin
0: oh oh yeah it's either
1: Putin or Kim Jong yeah and, Kim and he Jong- can't get a rocket launch right Right, but he's he's
2: he might make it to South Korea with he's one. an odd fellow yeah and if you can't get your rockets to cooperate then you have no <laughs> need to attach a nuclear warhead to the you need to play some video games and quit all that for real Get the hell out of there! Go
1: Kim play, play make believe. There,
0: there's squarehead. There's
1: rumors there. that China's ready to.
0: I yeah, mean, they've yeah. got them.
1: Obviously, we know that. But. And China
0: would love to smack us around. I don't care what anybody says. They'd oh, love yeah. They love that. They more than anything. Yeah, would they love to say, "Hey, we smacked the fuck out of America"? They ain't do yeah. shit about oh, it. Anybody they would. They that word, we got a target on us.
2: Yeah, we really do. Low key, anybody would. They would. We we've always we've had a target on our back. But I'm gonna say or, this: you know, as far
0: I mean, as Russia, as far as uh, conventional warfare, we would destroy them on a battlefield. After seeing their tactics saying, in yeah. Ukraine, if this was how they operate, all their military might and their military abilities, as far as like guerrilla warfare, it's over for you guys. Yeah, I mean we're we're supplying Especially a subpar army. Not saying nothing wrong about Ukraine. So I I really think they're doing what they need to be doing, but. Half these people are civilians fighting now. Mm-hmm. They have no kind of training as far as military style training. And tactics. If, if
2: anyone thinks that China is better prepared than Russia, you're you're joking yourself, man. They're just I, not. I don't know. They're I, just not. I
0: differ on that. I, I, they're, they're not. And this is way the reason I say that they're more wealthy. They're they're more technologically advanced. I do.
2: I are do really. I do feel militarily. That way. You think so? Like, yeah, I do. I don't think In more certain prepared. aspects, I, I think do. they are.
1: But yeah. I
0: don't think they're more prepared. Their Air Force is better. Their Navy is actually better than ours now. That must, that must have just happened. It just happened. I, I have would, you seen I these fucking s- battleships they've come out with? I'm going to bring this up. I hope that this stuff is better than well,
1: the, the thing, It's better than Russia's. The thing, the thing that's with that is it comes down to the ability to move – um assets. Yes. If it's all fought on the ocean, they might have a chance. But when it when it comes to moving assets, especially from where they're at in the world to here, especially China
0: now be, possesses the biggest navy in the world.
2: Okay, biggest is different than, than Oh, I'm
0: telling you, let me show you some of shit, bands. bro. I can believe some of this stuff. Well, dude, the
2: only thing they're doing is they're they're reverse engineering what we have. They're not creating anything. They're producing more higher elevated mines per year than
0: America ever thought about. Now, though, we're falling. Where's behind, the facts bro. on that though? Oh, it's statistically. What what are the statistics? I'll find them for us because I looked into all this shit about this 2049
2: plan, and I'm like. Hmm. Yeah, but who's producing these statistics? See, China. I don't know that. See, that's that's the what I Of course, we're, they're going to you know they're they're going to pop themselves up. You know? Oh, of course, yeah, of course. We'll try to find. That's, how, the that's what Russia does. Sure. That's what North Korea does. Because they want yeah. to. They 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 don't suspect anybody to like want to call their bluff, and we're intelligent enough to not do that. They know that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: you know, um, but. Hey, if they want to go. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not f i am not i am not I mean, I know what we possess. You know well, there's
1: no doubt in my mind that they have, you know, stuff we don't know about, just like we have oh, stuff yeah, that they course, don't know about. Of course,
0: of course.
1: But um just because they've got more Navy ships, I don't think that that, right, that anywhere yes. near puts them on a level here's my thing of here's our my trained take on Navy it. officers. And
2: people can differ on me with or, this. Military. The only reason China right now is not a third world country is because their country, their dictatorship, is forcing that workforce to drive themselves into the ground.
1: And we're throwing them every oh, now yeah. and then. Yes, yeah, to true.
2: create things. And the only reason they have any money, which is not getting given back to the people, is because of their trade of these things that they're forcing they're people to create in these yeah. factories, right? So, but they're living at like a substandard level on on the most
0: on most parts. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, and I mean, that's you know that's that's pretty factual. And I feel like they're not really creating an environment where. Now I'm not saying they don't have great minds. I'm sure they have fantastic. Well, well, they say Americans are lazy. We are. We are compared to what they're doing. We are lazy, but. At the same time, though, we still possess some of the greatest minds in the world. That we know of. And we're creating things that and have created things. Our leader definitely is not you can. a great no, mind. No, for sure. Well, um,
1: if, if we put more into, and this is truly, for me, this is where I think we were going, and then it got derailed hard. Yeah. Um, if we put more emphasis on stuff built from America— And the prices of that stuff from America, I think that would truly change. Mm -hmm. But we're at a point now where everything comes so easy. Yes. And we all know it comes from there. But if it's so much cheaper, like we've all seen it, you'll, you'll order one part that even after shipped from across the world, it's still cheaper than what it is here.
2: It, it blows my mind. Here's what worries me, though, when it comes to war, even though I'm, I'm not, I don't feel that we're um, beneath him technologically in any way, personally. Um, but what worries me is like, you know, we bring this up a lot, but when you compare like the Spartans, and you see what 300 Spartans did to the Persian army, but they still lost because of numbers. Yeah. And that's what's scary because we can it be is. better prepared and we can be better trained. But we can't fight numbers. But we can out. I mean, when you just keep throwing bodies at us, eventually, it, man. what can you do?
1: Well, it does well, help that we've got so many unmanned things now. Yeah. So that does help the fact. Yeah. But, I mean, they're going to have those too. Yeah. Maybe not in the numbers that we have. And, and I'll tell you what but,
2: bothers me. You know, at least in World War II, that war – could be fought, boots on the ground, man-to-man, man. how good are you with yeah. a gun? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that, that gave someone a fighting chance because one man could literally go in and take out, you know, 20. Oh, yeah. If he just was, on, was on his shit yeah. or was able to, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it was just fair. Fair is fair. You know what I mean? Now it's like like you're saying – if they have a piece of technology like we're trying to fight technology with technology and if you get someone like myself out there who has knows nothing about these drones or anything like that like I could be out there re, you know full ready to throw down and I'm out there on the battlefield and they they just fly a drone over me and blow me up and that's it yeah you know so it's just like you know you don't it, it's like you can't it's frustrating well warfare in today's warfare.
1: time yeah warfare in today's time is insanely different like this is the the war in ukraine with russia and ukraine is the first war we've ever in history been able to watch live yes from multiple like angles it's it's insane i mean we've got it's like a movie we've got um satellite views we've got personal views we've got people from each side of the mil- from each side taking videos and posting so we can see literally everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's the weirdest thing ever.
0: Yeah. To I think be able to watch yeah. that sort
1: of thing happen.
0: And I think we're just digging our grave, doing all this trade with China still. I really do. Yeah. Listen to this fact I just found. How China used more cement in three years than the U.S. did in the entire 20th century. Wow. Because they're building so much infrastructure. They're building so many things. Yeah. They said that they also took... As far as high tech and technology, they surpassed America quite a bit in 2021. They produced so much more high tech stuff than America did, like computers, well, it's cars. because We're
1: buying that stuff from. I'm them.
0: like, why right. we're fucking up? Yeah, we're we're digging. All, all of right the now, we have a shovel and we're digging our grave. Yeah, because we're we're stagnant.
2: We are. We're not moving. And forward. our leadership is our is our problem. Yeah. And we're fucked until... Yeah, yeah. See, that's what I'm Unfortunately, saying. Unfortunately... We, we need to get this guy out. It ain't and, gonna happen. And they think that, like, under Trump, that things were bad. Like, how could you ever possibly look at the way things were and the, and the direction we were going and think that it was bad? Like, how... You know what I mean? You have got somebody in there now that's doing nothing... And when I'm saying nothing, I mean, there's nothing going on. Oh, you don't you hear anything? You hear his Twitter say that's different. Oh, man, he's creating all these the only jobs. thing He's, he's doing doing acting like Russian propaganda. For real.
1: The only thing he does daily is fight with Kamala. That's about
2: it. And she just yeah. laughs at everything weirdly. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi gets up and claps at the most random shit that makes no sense. Well, then
1: Kamala bursted out laughing in, in Poland during a, yeah. a meeting with Poland about uh, like Russian. They're not Russian, but Ukrainian. Needing help, support. Uh, yeah. She yeah. was like, a friend Refugees, in need. She said, it. a friend in need's a friend indeed. And laughs. Yeah, laughed. starts busting out laughing. Like, that makes no sense.
0: So you're belittling them now? It's kind of what you're saying. Like, you're our friend and you're in need. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Bitch, get on. She also um, complained, like, I forget to which program it was, but she was complaining that she didn't get re- as much respect as Joe Biden did because she walked in a room and they stood for Biden and then didn't stand for her. So she's just all in her head she's about a joke. herself while doing nothing for the country.
2: Right. Yeah. She's a joke. I don't know. And she knows it's over. She, she knows. knows. She knows what time it That's is. That's why she's laughing. She's laughing like when them people get scared at the laugh. Yeah. Like they don't still feel better. Didn't know that you know what, what you just said, really. So I'm going to say something really stupid and just laugh it off. You know, haha, it's all a joke. And
1: then Biden's got the whole world oh. in uproar over his um, new world order um, quote quote. If Trump was to,
0: was to have said something like that, dude, they would have freaking lost their minds. The media yeah. would have been blowing that
2: out of proportion. Impeachment! Oh my god! Impeachment! Impeachment! Looking to him I'm again.
0: Like, he's got some kind of new
2: world order plot up his sleeve. I heard the fucking term impeachment so many times for years. Bro. I was like, fucking quit! You're Shut wasting up. our
0: money for one. You're
2: wasting all my time. You're wasting like just and, be quiet. And the reason
0: they was doing that for personal gain. It wasn't nothing about yeah. the American people want him looked yeah.
2: into as far as that that
0: I've ever heard anybody say around here. They didn't say, man, we need to impeach Trump, and we need to look into him for this or that. It was the people that he was trying to drain the swamp of. Yeah. They was ma- they They're was were trying to dig up any dirt could. to stop him, to possibly scare yeah. him as a scare tactic to make him back off. And,
2: you know, he unearthed all this crap about all this stuff that was going on, like Media un- stuff. under the table with oh, Ukraine yeah. Oh, yeah. was one of them. Yeah, big so time. you know what I mean, like with Joe Biden's son. That's when he withheld the funding. And, yeah, so like he had all this well, and, stuff to and, hold over their heads, and then yeah, nothing man. happened about that, and it was kind it was of just odd swept to me. under the rug. Yeah,
1: Hunter got paid like three point five million or something like that from an oligarch in in Russia. Yeah,
0: well. and it was, was yeah. gifted several things. I forgot what all they gifted him.
1: Yeah, it's a bunch of bunch of random stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean what? that dude, he's killed.
2: Yeah, I know that's very. <laughs> gives like that motherfucker needs to smoke. Right? Like, well, I mean, I feel like, you know, he's he's not a political thing. Well, here's the thing. thing. I mean, yes. I know his father's but in I'm his... saying like he he is absolutely worthless. And I would imagine the reason I say that is because he's a traitor. And I think yes. the only reason he's paid to do anything treason, for, for any from these oligarchs and whoever else, he's probably supplying them with information.
1: Yeah, it's connections to his dad. That's, yes. and That's it. And I think is. that he, he,
2: he
0: needs to be dealt with. Yes, and he was put into a position that he had no knowledge of. Yeah. He was just giving, you know, just bestowed a job that he didn't even know how to really fulfill yeah. and was paid millions of dollars that we know of, as far as we know. And there was probably all kinds of backdoor deals. Yeah. Who freaking oh, yeah.
1: knows? Way, tons of stuff we don't know about.
0: Yeah. I don't know. And then you got this guy, he's all strung out in bathtubs and taking selfies of himself and like a fucking idiot like his dad. And, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm sorry, <laughs> but yeah, that's the way I feel about it. Yeah, started out, you know, on the nostradamus, but hey,
1: we well, brought it to this point. You know, kind of ties I look together. And and you me on that. You're always, you know, you always hear, well, you know, if Biden's so bad, we need to impeach him. Well, that's not even possible. We can't even think about that because we then we have Kamala Harris right behind. We're, him.
0: we're super screwed either yeah. way. it Goes, she'll just laugh the whole time.
1: Like, Pushed button. <laughs> if you look at if you look at the way she ran, it. if you look at her the way she ran her stint in Congress, we're we're real screwed if she gets oh my to God. be the president. Yeah. You're right,
2: but I don't know, guys. <sighs> on that note, man, it's been a long one. Brought some realness. Brought, I don't know. Started off with motivation, led on to some Nostradamus, Nostradamus. facts, led that into. The potential for World War Three. Yep. The war with Ukraine and Russia. Led into our... What's to come, possibly, in the amazing future. Amazing leaders. What uh, could potentially joking. happen. The state of the world, militarily. Oh, man. And leadership-wise. And here we are. Here we are.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, we can't call it. Maybe some of Nostradamus' um, predictions may still be stole us in 2022. Hopefully they don't because some of them pretty pretty dark and pretty, dim. Pretty yeah. glim. We don't yeah. want them. That's, that's glim. Glim. <laughs> I don't think Glam. I read
1: one good one.
0: No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, that was rough. I don't know. I, ho- I hope do really come true, but we'll see. And if they do, that makes me more of a believer in his does, mathematical yeah. equations and however he, he predicted these things and how he, you know –
2: and what about the other lady? I think that's crazy. That's crazy. I mean. Hers
0: was a little bit more on point as far as being modern because her, she was from her a modern opinion. era.
2: She uh, predicted things that were not so distant in the future. Well, I think yes. the biggest
1: difference between those actually is just the the speech they were written in. They weren't written in a poetic type of thing. It was, it was more very, to the point. Yeah. Right. It's it just straightforward, this happens. It's straightforward. Yeah, Blah, blah, blah. You know, this is when it happens, why it happens, or whatever. Exactly. Right. Where his are just weird poems that you have to just kind of yep. guess your way through.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because I don't truly think he even knew
0: exactly what
1: to, all of them meant. Yes.
0: Exactly. I just wonder where he derived, even if he was using, like, astrological, mathematical equations, how did he derive from these words to use? You know, I understand, like, but you think about that. Nostradamus couldn't pick up a phone or a, a laptop or a computer and look through historical events hundreds of years before he was around on Earth.
1: Right, he just had scrolls and stuff to read.
0: I mean, and that, how how dense was his knowledge of that? Like, how, how much knowledge did he possess? Or, like, was he in able to achieve that way you know what i'm Mm-mm. saying or yeah. how much did he have you know i don't know so i, I still i'm still kind of I, I still think he's a mysterious figure to me like you know i don't know some people might think he's bullshit some people might think he's real i'm, I'm kind of on the fence on both there's a lot up in the air for yes, sure yes yes exactly i don't know i don't know guys so we
2: just want you guys to let us know What side of the fence are you on? What do you think about Nostradamus? You believe in his prophecies? Are you skeptical of his prophecies? Are you like me and you're sort of 50-50 and you're just, you just analyze and you kind of move on and you just, you don't really know. You're not real sure. But either way, it's just fun, as I said, to entertain these ideas. Oh, yeah, man. Definitely get you thinking.
0: Then, like we've said millions of times, it feels like on this podcast is that's what our whole goal is here to really break down situations in, in stuff like this and information and really dissect it for what it's worth. I feel that's pretty cool to do, you know, and sure. you guys may take the things different that we've spoke about than we did. And that's what
2: makes us all different as far as humans, and I like all that stuff myself. Nonetheless, we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode as we broke down Nostradamus, gave our thoughts yep. on some of his biggest prophecies and things that are happening Right now, yeah, as we possibly, speak, uh, you potentially know, in the present, uh, maybe tomorrow, kind of <laughs> maybe next week. Um, I don't know, but we'll anyway, see, next, we'll be back next week with something, yeah. super interesting. I want to hit you guys with some new things, as always. Yep, as always, give us your thoughts on what you thought about episode number 30. Yep, what do you think? I know they're gonna be pissed because there's no fun facts. No fun facts.
0: I didn't tell you that right now. We're going to hit you all with them hard next week. Next week. We'll, we'll bring sure. them back.
2: We'll bring them back. We just kind of got, got down a rabbit hole or two. Yeah. And, uh, hey, that's how it rolls on my. Faction. it rolls on Mind Faction, guys. Just opening up the mind, and sometimes we get carried away. But, hey, <laughs> it's all <laughs> right. Sure. All right, guys. See y'all later. See y'all next week. Ladies and gentlemen.
1: you to hear about scientific knowledge, the technical ability, and the material.